Tool Shed Art Club. That was passion. I got to tell you, I was passionately mad at you today. I had the most, uh, the fear of missing out hit me hard when I saw that picture of you hanging out backstage with Bert. Yeah, I, um, I figured that it might give you those feelings. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why you did it? Yeah, I was like, and when did I, did I text you last night at 3 a.m.? No, you texted me that at like 9 a.m. Okay. Today. That's how tired I was, because when I got home, I was going to text you and say, things went awry, <laughs> and I am, uh, I've been up late. Well, yeah, and then I had work to do the night before, so I mean, I was going on like over 40 hours without sleep, which I have not done in a long time, and I'm not, I'm not really fond of, but like, I kind of like, once you've been up for like a really long time, like the world just becomes kind of like interesting. Yeah. To the point of like, what is this place? Why am I here? Well, that it's either that or it's the crystal meth. Yeah, I'll give you a good 20-day run. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. So what, uh, so what happened last night? How'd you end up backstage? Uh, just through uh, the Funny Bone, Colleen. Nice. Colleen hooked me up with the ticket. And I just wanted to go. I was like, oh, yeah, this seems cool because, you know, Bert, it's Burt Kreischer's fully loaded tour. Yeah. And... I have never been, it was at the Pinnacle Bank Arena, yeah, which is huge. I was just in the backstage there a month ago. And I mean, there was a ton and a ton of people there. And I think like, I thought there was going to be like five or six comics, but then more went on. There might've been like close to 10. I don't know. By the time Bert got on, it was like 1030. But the way that they have it set up is, you know, there's like two giant screens on both sides of the stage and then the comics in the middle, you know, they even had like a DJ in between. And so it was kind of, it was a party atmosphere, which you would expect from, from Burt Kreischer, but it's just kind of cool that he put this whole thing together and he brought all these comics and actually with the sound system in the, is it a stadium? Is the pinnacle, is the inside like basketball arena type thing, is that considered a stadium? I don't know what it's technically. I mean, it's a big arena. I think arena. they call it That's arena. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, I was just drawing a blank. And it was cool because like everyone was there to laugh. Like every comic had a great set. Some's, some better than, uh, than others. You know, that still had a good set, but me just like personally. Like I think that out of all of um, um, Fortune, she she crushed dude she's at the top of her game master storyteller just killed it with like all aspects of stage presence material confidence funny like like she she won the night i mean i don't know if you can really compare it to you know i mean everybody was there for bert you could you could tell like i don't think I mean, I think it was like an added bonus that you get to see all these cool comics. Like Jay Farrow was there. Jay, Jay Farrow, that was the first time I saw him live. And he's got like incredible stage presence. And he's an impression guy. I didn't know he was, I didn't know he did impressions. And um, he, does, he does them good. You caught up with Bert. You knew him from back when he was doing Funny Bones and stuff. Yeah, dude, it's just, uh, just wild. He comes out, chugs a beer rips off his shirt 
you know, and uh, he's swollen. He's not not the muscle swollen either. I'm a le- he is like literally no no hate him, bro. He's absolutely hilarious, and I love him. I mean, I'm worried about the the amount of berry drinks as, as shit anybody. But he's swollen. He looks like an overinflated air mattress. Oh, just but the granted, he's been on tour, and you know that you're partying up, so you're filled with sodium. Yeah, you're filled with you know. I love that you're giving a medical breakdown of, of Burt's. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was like, I didn't know that we were going to go yeah. the direction where you're like, uh, this, I checked his vitals. And <laughs> yeah, after the show, I was like, Burke, you come here and put this around yeah. your arm. Who was the healthiest comedian? That's the question I should have been asking you. Who was the healthiest? Yeah, it sounds probably like probably Jay Farrow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he looks fit. What a difference in when I was at Pinnacle backstage, I was there to watch MMA fights. And so it was. MMA fighters walking around. The Hells Angels sponsored it, so they were walking around. I was like, were they in their Hells Angels shirts? Oh yeah, they were. They're patched up, dude. Yeah, they were. They were like, we're here to stab people. They were selling their support your local lady one shirt, and they had materials, so they're walking around. I just thought you said support your lady one. No, like they actually the Hells Angels turned into a society that helps widows. (laughs) They might. But yeah, support they, helps them out of their money. Yeah, have you ever heard that the support your local eighty one? No, that's what the the eight and the one are stands for. H-A. And do they have like do they take donations or do they consider like robbing people the donation? I think they take donations. So like, and then like, I was at, next, not, at knife point. Do they take <laughs> yeah, donations at knife yeah. point? No, they were uh, they were gentlemen. Um, and then I sat next to a guy that's a retired. Did they kind of, did you see that they were kind of like itching to stab someone though? Like, I couldn't, the, it was dark inside, so I couldn't get a whole, couldn't get a read on the facial expressions on, on the Hells Angels there. But no, uh, I sat next to a retired uh, MMA fighter and there was this guy who was really drunk and belligerent and he was screaming at some kid at the table who I didn't even know. And he was like, I will F up you and your whole table. And I'm sitting next to this MMA fighter and I'm thinking... I don't think you will. I don't think you will do that. Was that guy? Was the guy throwing threats no, at MMA? He was, he was not a Hell's Angels. Oh, the guy that was uh, that was throwing threats. I don't think that guy trained. Uh, he looked like Burt Kreischer. He yeah. He he kind of looked like Burt Kreischer. So. Well, you could take a punch down. <laughs> real so, yeah, swollen. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if Burt trains or not. So so yeah. What a difference in uh, in the arenas there. So but you had a sounds like you had a good time and you were there pretty late, huh? The show got over after eleven. And then uh, we went out and, and hung backstage. And I didn't, like, I got a pretzel. I'm just not, like, I look like Bert after I ate the pretzel because of the amount of salt. Did you have to pay for the pretzel? Oh, I paid for it. Well. I paid for it with my electrical bill. You know, you've had a good run with uh, comedians. You just got back from L.A., which we kind of dipped our toe into in the last episode. But I wanted to get into that even more because. Yeah, we cut it out. We had the duck die. It's horrible. Yeah. And we really. kind of talked about it for a minute, but I cut it out because yeah. I was like, no, this story is not complete and it it's not going to be, gonna be told duck. at all until it's told in its entirety. The last episode, we talked about how you flew out there. You had an Uber. The guy that gave you the Uber ride was really based and wanted to tell you about 15 minute cities. You saw a lady scratch your butt cheeks in LA. Yeah. Uh, so once you and Adam were together, what I want to talk about, what I think is fascinating is you, you, and Adam Devine's apartment number when you guys live in L.A. is unbelievable. We lived in Costa Mesa because that's where we told our parents we were going to go to school. Did you lie to your parents about where you went to school? No, no, we went to school. 
but we didn't really care about it. Just, I never got my grades. You just did stand-up comedies? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I just went there and then went up and hung out in Hollywood at the Comedy Store, Improv, Laugh Factory, AHA Cafe. Yeah. That was the point. That was the mission. I see. That's but yeah, awesome. so we lived in one place, uh, Merrimack Woods, and we liked it because they had palm trees everywhere and we're from Nebraska and they had little streams and it was kind of like a, a cozy little little place. And then um, they ended up right before we moved. We lived there for a year, and right like when we were getting ready uh, to move after the lease was up, they cut down all the trees, and they're like, "It is now Sunset Cove." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, it's just the blazing sun on an apartment complex, <laughs> yeah, no shade." <laughs> and now when we went back, they changed it to it's Aquatic Cove. They've really taken special care of the little streams and waterfalls. Is it now just like the part of California that's underwater that they always say? Is that why it's Aquatic Cove? just all underwater now yeah this flood is just it's it's back sewage did you and adam have a plan like okay if if we ever have california break off while we live here this is what we need to do oh no <laughs> no our plan was probably to party and die in the streets and then yeah so then after we got out of that place then we had two good friends but what um, was your but what was your number though you didn't well no point. yeah so oh, we haven't well, got to that yeah okay, d209 okay. at merrimack woods then we moved to camden when two of our friends that weren't, you know, they, they weren't going to be in the entertainment industry or trying to do, they just want, they're like, California, I just graduated from high school, let's do this. Yeah. And they came out and lived, and it was four of us in a two-bedroom, and we ended up with C420. Yeah, that's why we hit and that you 420 and our clocks is running out. <laughs> that, that, uh... Yeah, that was the dance we did. Yeah, yeah we, and we didn't pick. We it's not like we showed up and we were like, and we will take four twenty as a number. And you it only was listen a to Cottonmouth Kings. What's that? Did you only listen to Cottonmouth Kings in there? Well, I mean, before we moved out to California in high school, we listened to Cottonmouth Kings a ton because they were huge bump, bump, in Omaha. The sounds of the sea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which life ain't what it seems is kind of that. I mean, that's what I walk up to on stage right now. Oh, really? Yeah, life yeah. ain't what it seems. <laughs> He's got the coolest lisp ever, but. Um, it's a fun song, but yeah, no, what's crazy is then those guys are from orange County. Yes. And when we moved out there, you know, like a few months later, I saw like D I saw one of the members at a gas station there and he had like a big truck that was like jacked up. Did you say, and I know who him? they were cause I went to like 10 of their concerts. Did you say something to him? Um, uh, no, no, because I wasn't. Did you say I, I didn't want to, you know, like I don't even know, like Cottonmouth Kings, like I'm psychoanalytical, <laughs> you know. I don't even, I didn't even probably it was summertime. I, you know, I don't even know if I had a shirt. I'd be like, sign my man tits. Yeah, that'd be cool to in see the that. gas station parking lot. D log rip rip shit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Did Adam where it was? Uh, did you run back to the apartment? And be like Adam, I saw D log at the gas station. Oh yeah. Yeah, Heck yeah, I told dude. them all. Of course, I'm like Cottonmouth Kings, man. So they're yeah. representing, you know, was Honey that... Beach. Stay wild. Now at uh, Are you from apartment in Beach. <laughs> That's... At apartment four twenty, is that where you live by the other guys from Workaholics? No, when we were at Merrimack Woods, they lived in the apartments across the street. Okay. Blake, this dude named Teddy, who ended up moving back to the Bay Area, he was actually an incredible actor. He was wow. an independent film that um, Kyle Newichek and his brother just did. Oh, really? Um, yeah, and he's doing some other. So it was Teddy, Blake, and Kyle. That's who we met. And then Kyle ended up going up to uh, L.A. Film School and got this, um, you know, like 
brick apartment in Skid Row. Yes. Basically, is what I it wasn't actually Skid Row. It just looked like it because <laughs> it was like a studio apartment yeah. with just all brick wall, and you could do whatever you wanted. So we just used to spray paint four twenty on it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cottonmouth Kings a thousand times four twenty. Cottonmouth Kings. We're in college four twenty. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, dude, we ended up with uh, yeah, we ended up with four twenty. We didn't ask for it, which in college it's perfect because people would be like. Where's the party? Where are you located? And we're like, C420. Did you ever have like any famous people wandering your parties at 420? Like in LA? No, it was because we're in Costa Mesa. We knew one actress and then she was good friends with, and at the time he was pretty popular, Devin Sawa. Do you know who Devin Sawa is? Final Destination. Oh, yeah. Idle Hands. Yes. Yeah. And, but I mean, like I we, we ran into him, but. That's cool. Were you scared something bad would happen to you? No, but it was interesting because <laughs> before we moved to California, one of the movies Adam and I went to was Final Destination. That's wild. You know, and then we're out in California and we're like, we've made it. We're so, hanging out with Devin Sama. So you you know, you and Adam were, were roommates in LA, but you guys were, you know, legit friends in high school. I think we were talking last time that your wife used to actually give him like piggyback rides home from school after he got yeah. into his accident and stuff. I mean yeah. you've known him. You know, you knew him. For yeah, she knew him in middle school, and I met him when I was a sophomore. He was a freshman. You, you were at the same hotel that the all the medium things incident happened at, which you people, I guess, could go look up all the medium things. Yeah, the, that was a that was a clip. Actually, I just saw that. I think you told me about that with Bert Kreischer. Oh yeah, it was, huh? He was talking about it. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, you were too. Now, when you guys met, was it? How did that work? Did you want to be a comedian first or an actor? Did he want to be an actor or comedian first? How did that work? Yeah, Adam always wanted to be an actor. And what about you? A comedian. Okay. Stand up. So it just was a natural friendship because it's both an entertainment, right? Well, yeah. I mean, like, we met in drama class and we think alike. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we have, we have the same kind of sense of humor. Yeah. Like, even when I was out there, we were joking around i don't know how it got up and we're like yeah and then they would have this in their house and we kept going i'm like yeah some armor i forget what we're talking about he's like i was gonna say armor like so (laughs) we already kind of had that and um yeah so we just wanted to do you know plays like i had convinced all my um like all my classes where you would have to write papers yeah like essays i was like can i just make a movie instead so we have three movies that we made in high school One's trouble running, where I um, really like. For, I'm watching Forrest Gump, and I fall asleep, and then I, but you don't know I fall asleep. It's a you know yeah thing, and then I was like, leave my parents a message, and I'm like, I'm gonna run across the United States, like that retard Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> and Adam was in that one. Yeah, yeah. So, so then I get hit by a car. And this is how, like, we don't know, like, what we're doing. We're just trying to think of things that are funny, you know. So him and this other guy, Hillbillies, kidnap me and tie me to a tree and then put these, uh, like, cow milkers on me. (laughs) And they they suck on it until they milk me. And they're both, like, spraying milk all over their face from my nipples. I made this for creative writing class. I still have it. So they're like, and Adam's like, I got a good one right here. And then they pour ranch dressing on me and, and, and then uh, dip fried chicken in it and eat it. And then I escape. 
<laughs> you turn that and then I escape and I'm running down the street and I'm running and I'm but the things are the the milkers are falling off. So I'm running down a gravel road at night with the milkers and they're flapping up and down. And there was one kid that um that was like a like a hardcore Christian, but yeah. I think he was because he had like severe like you know he was on Ritalin and everything. <laughs> okay. And, but when you took him off the Ritalin, he was like, "Wow!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, he was like, "The demons are coming out tonight." Yeah. And so he would always carry a Bible around, which is interesting because later on, you know, when we were in our twenties, he snapped on Facebook and like became like an atheist. And weird how that like a hardcore one, you know? Yeah. Where he was like. You know, I am God now. <laughs> um, so uh, he left. He left the class. He said that it was too disturbing. What'd your teacher think? Uh, it's fucking weird. I mean, that, <laughs> I, that was weird. I mean, I mean, like, you know, she's like, all right, I guess I'll give you an A. <laughs> yeah. So we made that one. And then we made one of called the Manila Envelope, <laughs> where I meet a we had a good we had a good buddy um still do and he's a great actor he actually went to school for acting um for college and is it that guy with red hair yeah yeah he studied <laughs> he studied in russia oh for because like in russia like acting is almost a religion for them yeah like they take it really serious <laughs> so he went there and studied so we got him to do it and he was he was a year younger i even think than adam so i was the oldest Adam was a year younger than Mike. And, you know, so I meet him in a forest and he's a magical leprechaun that does a dance. Of course. And then, you know, I get the manila envelope and then I take it to this man. And I don't even remember why, what it is. So, uh, and we went, there was an abandoned, the old abandoned train station in downtown Omaha. Yeah. And yeah. we snuck into it and filmed it in there. Nice. And that one's, that one's weird. Sound and then, like and then, so then, uh, and then the last one we made is called gone for the day. And it's me and Adam devise a plan to skip school. And we go like on a picnic and push each other on the swings. <laughs> Tell me about the first time you ever laid eyes on Adam divine. Tell me that story. Cause it, yeah. yeah, he was in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> I wasn't he do, didn't you say he's doing like uh tricks with his crutches? Yeah, or he was like in I was in trouble because I was always in trouble. Yeah. And I was so I was sitting waiting to see the principal for whatever reason. And since you've been on crutches so long, he was like circus de soleil act, you know. Yeah. He was like doing twisties and doing all these tricks. And I was just kind of laughing, and then he ended up being in my drama class. So did he? Would he? So I want to go back to you being sent to the principal's office a lot in a second. But um, would he get sent in the office a lot, or was he? Because here's the thing: my friends would always get sent to the office, but I, my mom worked at the public school, so I always kind of knew when to stop. And what I was a master at is I could get right up to that line, and I might even be able to put a toe over, but then I knew when to back off. But I would get everybody else so amped up; they're like, "Yeah, we're doing crazy stuff." And then what would happen is somebody else would just, they wouldn't read the room. They wouldn't read the they teacher's take it body. Too far. Like, take it too far. They get sent They out. get busted. Yeah. You and started I'd be like, it. You knew where that line should, was. You should have seen. You should have seen. You're like, you should have noticed when his face got red that that was the time to stop. Yeah. You should so, listen to Johnny so you Cash. Were the kid. You know where that line is, son. So you were the kid that had no ability to read. No, no. I, I, I did. I just got, sometimes I would take it too far. But I mean, like I would do, because then after... Columbine happened. 
because that was 99 i graduated in 01 yeah like things just changed like we had security guards then yeah and they had you had to have like a hall pass like yeah. a yellow piece of paper yeah and i always had one but i would screw with like the security guards <laughs> like i would walk down the hall and they would go let me see your pass and then i would look at him and just take off and start <laughs> running and i would and then i'd make them chase me through and i'd go back to my class and then they'd burst in and it was always like some overweight, like 40 year old woman that's like, I hate all of my life choices and my ex husband. And she's like, ah, ah. and I'm like, oh, I go, here's my pass and I have it. And they would just be like, you, dude. Dude, one time on a side note, my brother, uh, all my brothers were over at my oldest brother's house and he was sitting outside shirtless and a cop came driving by and he just sprinted down the front yards and was hopping over fences and stuff and the cop was like wasn't sure like if he was supposed to pursue him or what yeah so that's the same vein i love that like in gym class i after halloween or whatever around that time i had a bunch of blood capsules yes and i put them in my mouth in gym class and we had to run lines where you'd run to one touch it run back and i pretend to slip and fall and then i put my pretend to hit my head on the floor and then i held it for like a really long time and bit him and the gym teacher and she was a super nice lady she came and she grabbed my shoulder and she goes are you okay and i just look up and i'm like Ugh. and i have just blood everywhere and she's like oh my god get to the nurse's office so she takes me there and they clean me up but here's the deal it's the fake blood so it starts to turn pink on like white like washcloths or whatever and i'm like oh so then she's inspecting my mouth she's like i don't see any cuts and i and i told her i was like yeah, when I fell, what I think would happen is my front teeth pushed a little back and then blood shot out <laughs> my gums. And the nurse is like, I don't think that that <laughs> That's happens. Weird. So then, but then on the ground, it was turning pink, the blood. So then the teacher came in and she was like, is that fake blood? And I just start laughing and I'm like, yeah. And I didn't get in trouble or anything. <laughs> so like I could have fun. But then, you know, sometimes I would I would have too much fun. So, but Adam wasn't, he was on student council. I got banned from student council um, for even running because I put signs up in the women's restroom that, oh, said, that said, don't be alarmed. I'm the one watching you through your window at night. Vote for Austin Anderson. Why and, would you do? Because it's hilarious. <laughs> I stayed up all night, dude. I had a stack of signs and I had one, oh. one, like, I only remember a few. One of them said, because uh, Herbal Essence was a popular shampoo then. <laughs> and I said, I moan in the shower and I don't use Herbal Essence. Vote for Austin. So they rip them all down and call me to the office and there's like a stack. And he's like, what is this? Yes. He's going through each one. He's like, you are not allowed to run. So, um, but on, but Adam was on student council and he was on yearbook and uh, he, he was, he was a better, he was a better student than, than I. So he was actually legit. What, what was the dumbest thing? You ever got sent to the principal's office for? I'll tell you mine. We, a friend had super glue, and so we grew, we glued a quarter to the floor in our science classroom, and our teacher saw it and like flipped out. She didn't think it was funny at all, and so um, I went to the. I we all had to be interviewed separately, and they told my one friend that they were going to get the police involved if we didn't uh, fess up to it. And so each of us was like, "Yeah, dude, we we super glued the quarter to the floor." And they're like, all right, you have to clean it up. So we're like, okay. So, it so was, did you get a sledgehammer? So break the, after break school, of- we all three of us showed up and they handed my friend like a, oh, what would you call it? Like a scraper. And he just goes, and it slid right off. And they're like, okay, you guys can go now. No one else tried that? 
it, no, a janitor they, could have. No, they waited it for us to do it. But what it always got me was that they said that they were going to get the police and to investigate and uh, you should have potentially them. get charges. I looking back, I wish I would have. But yeah, yeah, what was what was your dumbest story for being sent to the Call, principal's office? I got I got sent to the principal's office freshman year for uh, throwing the vanilla ice sign in a picture. <laughs> That my that French teacher said was a gang sign and that I was throwing up uh, gang signs and going to start a gang war. Were you? And I went the- to the principal's office. I'm like, but you couldn't like, I couldn't pull up the internet then. Oh, And yeah. I'm like, this is Vanilla Ice, you know, the greatest rapper of all time. Yeah. This is his symbol. Yeah. And then so, you know, it's just. Dude, do you remember like his that. song Hooked on that album? No. Did you? Did you? Bump? I remember this though. Uh, <laughs> what it's like having macaroni it's a roni actually but wouldn't it be cool if just vanilla ice really like macaroni um i'm sure he likes macaroni i love vanilla you ice. know um no on that first album that song hooked where it's about your friend getting hooked to a chick it's like dog he's hooked yeah that was anytime my it's friend like got- lay this funky track down Cause my friend is hooked. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about now. No, I made that up. Oh, but was that pretty much honestly on it? like pretty pretty close? Here's a story about my homeboy Randy. He was hooked on a girl named Candy. You remember that song? Yeah, yeah, no, now right, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I used to listen to that song uh, all the time. Um, but it's cool that so you and Adam as friends from high school, your roommates. Um, you know he he gets a hit with with workaholics. It's cool though that you guys can still hang out and hit it off and basically be right back to where you were before right i mean oh yeah yeah can we do some improv real quick yeah okay we're gonna be uh we're gonna be high school friends okay and uh, we're friends in high school and it's been 10 years and we were super tight in high school um then the friendship kind of dissolved you kind of got into drugs um i i gotta be the drug guy you're the one who's kind of you were but now you're clean you got a bunch of kids what kind of drugs was i into we gotta have the backstory uh marijuana dabbling coke I'm going to be the one who kind of like went the professional route and stuff. So when you see me, um, it's a little, you're almost a little bit uh, embarrassed. Wait, the, what, what is your backstory? Your success story? Um, I just went to college and I got a job where I make $74,000 a year. Yeah. Okay. But you had to do some gay stuff at the frat? Mm, no. Okay. That's not in my All right. I'm just but you tell yourself that you're already. Yeah. Yeah. Road. Well, All like right. I'm, you know, like a drug, I'm a little bit jealous probably. Yeah. So, so when you see me, you're almost a little bit embarrassed, but you also have resentment. And I'm thinking, Man, we had so much fun in high school. I, you know, I, I just want to be cool. And um, you're thinking that I judged you for, for what you're doing. So we're at a coffee shop. I'm actually on my way to church. And then I see you sitting there with your family. So I'm going to go up and talk to you. Okay, ready? What does my family look like? Mixed race. Was my, did my wife have a drug problem? Is she kind of weathered? Mm, no. She doesn't have like weird tattoos she gave herself? She does have those. Oh, okay. Okay. But she's right, hot? Uh, yeah. She can be or hot. Or weathered. However, you she can be both. Is she only twenty eight, but looks like she's but she's smoked non filtered camels for the last ten years. Whatever, whatever. Just roll with how you, how you think. <laughs> <laughs> if you think if you think so. All right, All right ready? Yeah. Hey. Wait, who's the awkward one? Uh, it's just gonna be awkward regardless. Oh. You're gonna be you're you're like I said. You gotta remember you're feeling a little bit embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't want right. to see you. So yeah. I'm like, you see me. So I'm just. But like, I'm like, I'm excited to see you because I'm thinking, hey, this is my yeah. buddy. All right, ready. And this is me looking for. Uh, I got I got uh, a lot of farts. So I'm looking at gas gas acts. All right, Austin. Oh yeah, dude. Hey, what are you? Hey, dude. What's uh, what's up, man? You know, like just. Uh, 
you know, just life. Yeah, you here, here, here with the family. Um, yeah, these are little ones here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's they are awesome, dude. I got a I got a five year old and a two year old. That's cool, man. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy being a dad. It's like, what do you? How do you? You know? Yeah, have time. dude. I know. I I haven't talked to you in a long time. Where Where are you working at now? Oh, you know, like um, just uh, 3M. Okay. Factory. Yeah, that, yeah, that's cool. Making uh, glue adhesive. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Twelve absolutely. hours a day. Yeah, man, that's that's really cool. How long How long have you been there? Um, you know, like three years. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, man? What are you What are you uh, up to? Yeah, I'm actually I'm the uh, I'm the sales manager for the um, for the uh, for the newspaper. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, so people still get like the actual newspaper. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We're hey, yeah, we're pretty busy, you know. So, okay. but yeah. So that so you like what you're doing then at at three uh, M? Um, yeah, you know, I just I just stand by a, a machine and like take out like you know post it notes. Yeah, like for twelve hours a day. So I mean, it's alright. Yeah, it pays the bills. Yeah, that's that is really cool. How's your how's your uh, how's your family doing? I mean, there's they're no, they're doing great, man. You know, the kids, they're um, yeah. They're in they're in T ball. Yeah. Okay. And one of them's having a little bit of trouble. He's a lazy eye. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah. we're just trying to get that corrected. Wow. How's your parents though? I mean, are they are they retired or no? Right. No, they're just you know they're I mean they're getting there. They're okay. Good. They're doing good though. Yeah. That's that's cool, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. Drove by your old house all the time. You know, it's crazy. Oh. So yeah. Right on. Uh, I was actually on my way to I was on my way to church actually. So oh yeah. Oh okay. So what kind of church is that? Uh, it's Brian. Have you ever heard of him? It's kind of a uh, denomination. No, like a like a beret. Uh, no, it's not a beret. It's okay. a beret, and they started up in North so because yeah. you got you know the Jewish people wear little hats. Yeah, like the Brians don't wear berets. Yeah, I'm familiar with the Jewish people. Um, no, there's there's uh we we don't wear hats or anything. So oh okay, yeah. that's cool. But yeah, man, it's cool to see you though. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Have, a, yeah we should. Yeah, I'll add you. On, I'll add you on Facebook. Or um. Yeah, sure. Yeah yeah. Sweet. We should we should kick it sometime. Yeah, that'd be cool. Okay. All right, man. All right, yeah, it's good to see you. So it wasn't like that when you met Adam. Like oh when when I just went back out yeah it wasn't no. like that at all see that's that's nice that's nice <laughs> no because if whatever that scenario that just happened there if I saw you first or like anyone where yeah. I'm like oh you know maybe we're friends but it's like we haven't talked forever and I would have I would have hid and ran because <laughs> yeah, I'm like I don't know I'm not gonna do option. the I'm not gonna do the small talk. I do both. It depends if I'm in a good mood or not. If I'm in a good mood, I'll be like, what's up? But then if I'm not in a good mood, I'm like, oh, geez. And then I'll go disappear. Well, it's like, so, what are we going to talk about? You know, the like thing. the three things. Like, what are you? What do you do? You know, yeah. how's the family? Yep. You know, where are you living now? It's, and it and always feels all, super uncomfortable. Yeah. And then you got to go like, oh, yeah, you up sometime, man. We're like, we should go yeah. out for we should go out for a drink. And we neither one of us want that. No. Just flat out. Just neither one of us. Want yeah. That. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad that uh, it's not like that with. um now I did run. It was the funniest thing. So I, I, I did run into a girl that was older than me a while back mm -hmm. when I first moved to where I am, and I was I was living in a camper. Yeah, you know, and I had a I had a mini I had a mini Bobcat, a mini skid loader. Yeah, um, at the time, and so is that the what, one that almost killed you? Yeah, yeah. So it almost Sweet. killed me. So I took it over to my father in law's. And then started it up because it's from the 70s. So it's a little bit tricky. Yeah. Um, and for whatever reason, it got like the it, it had two handles like yeah. this, you know, and this is forward. And then you'd like crank it to turn and then pull both back to go. But there was never like you couldn't tell when it was locked where it'll be in neutral. 
Because uh-huh. it was the 70s. And in the 70s, they're like, if they die, they die. Yeah, exactly. So um, it was just like slightly in reverse. And me and my father-in-law were starting to take it down a ramp. And it was in this trailer that had like four foot tall sides. Yeah. Because it was like a kind of like a dump trailer used to for construction stuff. And it got stuck and then like uh, in reverse and started it up and it tripped my foot. And then I went back and it smashed me the 2,020 pounds. Yes against the back of it like this and my shoulders went in uh, and my chest sternum i thought my chest sternum was broken yeah you know and i could not like catch my breath so i'm like i have to go to the er isn't you that know? what just happened to jeremy renner basically like, i don't know his similar. was like a snowmobile yeah and i think he saved children yeah something or like that. he saved lives close enough I guess. so mine was <laughs> mine was just um me unfortunately being smashed Nice. without any heroic behavior <laughs> and uh yeah so i got i got smashed and it hurt so bad but anyways that's not it so then after uh you know like a week or two i'm at the grocery store in omaha and i run into this girl just like oh hey what's up and talking to him you know she's asking how things are going well this just happened i'm like well i got i got smashed by a bobcat so i'm dealing just with just like a few broken ribs yeah which is not fun and she's like a bob- bobcat like she's like you have a bobcat i'm like yeah well it turns out she thought that i meant i own a bobcat <laughs> the animal yeah so she's going back and forth and i go no i'm like i do not own a bobcat it's a skid loader and she goes oh you know and she was kind of embarrassed she was like you just lived such an adventurous life i i just figured you would have had a bobcat and i walked away from that like that's kind of cool i don't mind that yeah like if if people that I used to know think that I would be someone who would have a pet bobcat at my house. Yeah. I mean, that's Mike Tyson type stuff. I'm cool with that. When she said adventurous, did she mean like adventurous in a gay sense? Because I can only think of extremely no. dangerous people like Joe Exotic who have, yeah. was it uh, Siegfried and Roy? They had yeah. they had animals. Do you think that maybe that's what she meant? Like um, she was actually checking to see, like, did this guy? Yeah, she was like, so were you trying to have sex with the <laughs> tiger, like Joe Exotic does? <laughs> yeah, because I watched a little bit of the Tiger King. Yeah, no, I just not a fan of those human beings. Any of the human beings that were showcased, dude. I knew who he was before the documentary came. Out. No, but I'm like, okay, these people, not just Joe Exotic, but then like the other guy that had like the cult of young women. Yes, forgot about those that. dudes. They they have sex with those tigers. <laughs> I guarantee it. That's the when I was watching it, and I'm not even. I, I like that was they, on your heart. They, no, they sedate them. They're so bizarre about those animals and talking about like the power and like having them and all this stuff. And then they're obsessed with power as well and like having control over people that in order for them to feel even more powerful, like nothing would make Joe Exotic feel more powerful than sodomizing a tiger, I think. Yeah, I guess I never thought of it that way. So I turned it off. Uh, well, yeah, I probably would do that too if I was, if that's from but my now that I, But now that I say that, can you, am I far off on my assessment? I mean, tigers are my favorite animals, so we have just entered a touchy subject for me. I can't even... What, tigers are your favorite? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, animals in general are my favorite. <laughs> oh. I mean, I've got like 30. I, oh. I would do it. I'd like... And that's why. I'm like, I can't... I, this guy's 
this guy is having sex with tigers against their will when they're when they're um, tranquilized, and I'm not going to watch it. And that was my deal. And so he's in jail, and you you talk to people in jail <laughs> on an app, you know, because we do have an interview, and we were going to air it this episode, but we're going to wait because uh, we, we got to go hold. through it, and it's with. One of uh, the people that were in the Manson family that stabbed you're gonna, people. You want to give out teasers, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we always got to tease the future. Yeah, so in, the, in a future episode. You should send... Can you, on your app, do you have access to Joe Exotica? I could, get, I could get Joe Exotica. I wonder if he would admit to... Uh, ah, if definitely he had sex with the Tigers. I don't think he would. Would that affect his parole? Of course it would. He ain't gonna, <laughs> yeah, of course that would affect his parole. Um... <laughs> I was thinking about. So, they're like, we can't let you back out into the wild, Joe, because of what you do to the wild. Um, you know, when we were talking about the skits and stuff like that, thinking about it, what's funny is that crossbows and mustaches. Going back to high school, real quick, and, and you're talking about the skits that you guys made. Cry, <laughs> ah, the cat knew something. Dude, this up. cat, I, it loves me so much, but they don't. I've never had a cat before, so this is the cat that showed up. Oh, that yeah, we talked that we about, about last, last time episode. that was like looking through the window like meow, a nice meow. Cat. look how cute this cat is. What's its name? Um, this cat, they, my son and wife named Sweetie because they would just be like, hey, come here, sweetie, because she is I a see. sweetheart. Yeah. Or, and then I added yeah. Sweetums, Sweetie Sweetums. So it's kind of like a plan like Casey Kasem almost. But I, I was actually sweetums. hoping you were going to go like really far left with it and just name it like Red Hot Chili Peppers. Too many syllables and words. Oh, that stinks. So, um, Shouldn't name you know, crossbows and mustaches, we love to watch that in high school. Uh, yeah, did you ever have cross, any... uh, crossbows and mustaches was incredible. We used to always say, the cocaine, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they even have that part in there where, where they're torturing him, <laughs> and there's a hole in the seat, and they just put their nutsack in a bag <laughs> of rats. <laughs> So did you? You didn't. Have, you was I that, was gone. I had left. Yeah, you had moved that. When LA they, by that yeah, point. yeah. It's um. And then my favorite, um. You know, so last week we t- we called up Brendan from Weedus because we were talking about the music from that time period, and I was I know Brendan, so I was like, um, let's just see if I can call him and get him on the show. And we did our art challenge with him. Well, um, speaking of that time period, you were saying that when you were in L.A., Adam was texting. Was it Tom DeLong? Yeah. So he's friends about with aliens. Yeah, well, I don't think Tom talks about anything else as far as I've, you know. From your experience. From, my, from what I've seen, you know, he could be in the middle of, you know, one thing. But, yeah, it's just crazy because, like, in high school, that was our favorite band. Yeah. You know, and... And, uh, he was in, and Adam was in that music video, which is, like, my favorite song on that new album. Yeah. you heard that one. I'm in deep with this girl, but she's out of her mind. Yeah, so he played the nurse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he had become, somehow, I think he did, like, a show. Where that you tell stories, and he told the story about the Blink One Eighty Two concert, yeah, all the medium things, yeah. and all the medium things, <laughs> and uh, so yeah. Then he became friends with them, and then you know that went over to Tom. Now that he's back in the band, and uh, but like he still like he was showing me some of the text messages, and Tom's still just like sophomore humor, yes, like you know buttholes and. And penis talk, and I just think it's so. <laughs> so the song uh, first never, still straight '90s man. So what's my age so again? Funny. Was really was really true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, they're just like goofy 
adolescence. Well, and then that made a bunch of money. But God bless him. The way that you told it to me made sense because uh, Trey Cool was at Adam's wedding, and you need to tell that story too. But kind of what you had said was that they incorporate humor into their music, and then they saw the humor from them incorporated in the stuff. Yeah, like, that was Adam's. That was Adam's uh, take on it. Yeah, because he ended up being uh, becoming friends with a lot of the major bands that we grew up listening to, like Blink One Eighty Two, you know, Green Day. And there's others. I just can't think of them offhand. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, dude, that's crazy. And he's like, well, if you think about it, like that was when we were growing up and a lot of their styles and comedy going to their live shows uh, and just music videos like inspired us. Yeah. So they probably see like a little bit of their sense of humor and personality in what I do. So then that's probably why we get along. And I was like, that is, that is a good, that, that is a good, uh, very, you know, perspective. Yeah. Tell, tell the story of, uh, at Adam's wedding. Uh, so Trey, yeah. So tell the story. Now at, I feel like I'm just name dropping too much. Is this what people hate? No, but is I want to name drop or is it when we're in regular conversation and I'm like, Oh, that reminds me of the time no, Trey but, Cool told. Is that more of a name drop? Like, what are the, no, what are the you're not boundaries like, of name? No, dropping? no, no. You're not. You're not a name dropper. I'm name dropping for you because this is a. But these stories are like genuinely funny. Like the the story of of Trey Cool talking to you at the wedding is genuinely funny, and you need to tell it because yeah, I loved it. So you have to tell the story. Yeah. So just uh, hanging out. You know, we all got out there a few days beforehand. And so we're all swimming. It's, you know, it's uh, Cabo, Cabo. Yes. And it's gorgeous. And so I'm talking to Trey. I didn't really want to talk to him about music stuff. Like he did tell me that they sold the most tickets, made the most money, the biggest tour yes. of, of okay. that year, Green Day. Yeah. You know, so I, I was like, oh, that's cool. So I just was like, yeah, like, what do you do for fun? And he goes into this elaborate, very detailed, tale about how he treasure hunts in his spare time and he's telling me about the equipment like mini submarines that you take down spots that he's looked for gold up in northern california like the caribbean like he's going like all in and i'm like oh man i'm like that's awesome like yeah. i'm in like yeah. he is sparing no detail yes and then his wife um uh, walks by and I'm like, oh, I'm like, yeah, dude, he's just telling me right now about, you know, treasure hunting. Yeah. And all of his adventures. And she goes, he does not hunt treasure. He is fucking with you. <laughs> and I look at him and I go, I go, you don't hunt treasure? And he's just like, <laughs> he like laughs hysterically and then just paddles away. Like she was outside the pool. We were in the pool. <laughs> and he's just like, and then just goes away or whatever and i'm like dude that's awesome that is that is dedication to a story yeah because it was not even one time was i thinking oh this you know like it was too detailed yeah of course no i don't think um like i said you're not a name dropper but what i find interesting is you have the interesting experience that most people don't have which is you know you and your friend have goals of what you want to do in your life in high school and you go out and your roommates and you're both pursuing it and then to watch him, you know, become one of the biggest, uh, you know, stars in, in comedy and movies and stuff like that is just probably an incredible thing. And, and 
what's cool though is like you're both still doing it you know he's doing his thing he is a full-time uh you know actor and you're a full-time stand-up comedian so i think that that's you know really cool and uh you know the stories that come with that are incredible so no. yeah yeah i mean it's been um and it's cool it's just like um to be in that world um you're just very grateful even like one of the assistant managers of the funny bone last night daisy she was there and she was just like and she's been at the funny bone for 15 years or yeah a long time and just talking about like being grateful and how cool it is to be able to go backstage and talk with all the comics and stuff like that because after a while like when you first do that like it could be intimidating yeah or you're like how do i behave or talk to people yeah. and you don't want to like when you're back there there's other people um yeah. there and they all want like who performs attention so you just got to be like hey what's up like good spot like they if, a, if a, like if a conversation further like develops you know if it's someone that you don't know or if it's someone you know you talk to um but then after a while we were just saying how it doesn't even um it just it's just like more natural yeah like if, oh of course we're backstage yeah yeah no that's that was uh just cool stories that i love hearing that stuff so you know on our next on our next episode um we got a lot of different ways that we're going to take this podcast i don't know if we even should give out teasers i mean we do have the manson family at some point will yeah. be featured on this podcast but that's gonna gonna require a lot of editing and yeah and we'll even talk about that insane text or the insane message you got from tex watson <laughs> i don't know why how matt over here is just like has all these open thread conversations with notorious murderers oh uh, yeah well, he's writing a book about it well, so we'll that's get, why just we'll about prison into, in general. yeah i mean we can do a whole episode on prison i think it'll be i think it'll be fascinating but I definitely think we're sitting on uh, on gold, uh, some some golden content here. Do we should we do an art challenge this week? Or yeah, yeah. What do you think we should do? I don't know. What we um, have, uh, something with the cat? Hold <laughs> up and present the cat to the camera. Look yes. at this, and I want you to people to know we took her in, so she showed up on the property. We took her to the vet, made sure you know the warm shots, just everything that little kitties need yeah. to be healthy, and orange cats are predominantly males it's very unusual for an orange cat this is what the vet said really to be a female and she that's a female right there um, orange orange one yeah that's insane actually too much hair though i think should i shave her daily can you shave cats maybe. but before we break dude i just realized we got to do this quickly because this is actually a big deal clarify did you and adam divine witness a murder clarify it because you need to before we go <laughs> oh, leave us yeah. with that story because the media is making it seem like Adam yeah and i think they've retracted and they've changed their headlines which the media and like news sites do yeah they always because they can re, uh redact or retract yeah, and like yeah. put it at the bottom and small and you know you work with with the paper yeah, yeah. so so they can say like something sensational and then and then they go like oh we didn't know the real facts yeah, we'll just yeah. change the headline yeah so we get you know i get to uh la go to this hollywood hills home and uh we're on his balcony he's like yeah this house over here dude and he's like i think they're having high stake poker games tuesdays nothing but royals royce bentley's lamborghinis you know women that are dressed like hookers going in and the, all the neighbors are pissed because 
they're racing Lamborghinis. Well, like it's the Hollywood Hills. The 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 streets are very narrow. Yeah. And it's just like trouble. I mean, high amounts of money. Hookers. Like, of course someone's gonna get shot. <laughs> so, um come here, girl. <clears throat> I gotta like hold it like the godfather. <laughs> yes. You know, while you like, tell the story oh, of murder. Yes. Yeah, so as I talk to the <laughs> telling you the story of murder here. Yeah, so we're standing on the balcony, and I'm like, that's crazy, man. I'm like, that's like Wonderland style. Wonderland yeah. Murders movie with Val Kilmer. It's a good <laughs> flick. So, uh, you know, we got stuff to do, and we leave, and then we go down to his place in Orange County because the show that we're doing is at the Irvine Improv. And the next morning, he gets woken up to a detective calling him about uh, murder yeah. in front of his house. And then they, someone sends him, like, the news article and the clipping, like when you send it to friends, like yeah. the picture, the main picture, yeah, is like of his like three garages with like yellow tape everywhere, yeah, because the guy died like right there, yeah. And then all these news articles, because he talked about it on This Is Important. I don't know if that episode is is out now, because the the live show that we did was yeah, that which is why there. you're out there, you're open. And uh, but it was like every article. If you typed in Adam Devine, it was like, Adam Devine says he witnessed a murder. <laughs> Adam Devine and his wife saw a murder. Yeah. And going on and on, it's like, no, we weren't even there, you know? Yeah. And then, like, later on, they would switch, like, some of them, and they probably switched them on now, like, Adam and Devine recalls, you know, murder. Or they probably were saying, like, murder at Adam Devine's house, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something, you know. Yeah, so and, it was just random, and you did not. Yeah, witness. so someone robbed the security guard or got into a fight, and was just like, "This is when you die." Yeah, and they shot him. <laughs> That's what and he then said, so huh? we were like, you know, and then his wife, of course, which I don't blame her, like, you know, like, oh my gosh, it's scary. I don't want to go back there. It's a good thing we weren't there. Yeah, and then me and Adam were like, "Yeah, it's a good thing we weren't there," and then we looked at each other. It's like it would have been kind of cool though if we were, right? Yeah. <laughs> Morbid curiosity. That's morbid. That is the morbid curiosity of the male. So I don't know, and I haven't looked. I don't know if they found the guy that it's did crazy. it, and but it is crazy. Yeah, and that was while you were there. What a wild thing! And yeah, it's that's crazy how we got like up. you were with because didn't you just stayed with him, right? So you're probably like sleeping on his couch. Oh yeah, no. I mean, if I was, if this was. Uh, pre-workaholics i would have been sleeping on the couch <laughs> but instead i was sleeping in a on a very nice ma uh, mattress overlooking the ocean so we've got content coming plug all the the uh social where media to follow yeah do that yeah all. we're on social media in the description we got all the links there go there facebook twitter instagram Toolshed art club you can find us we're going to be on all the podcast platforms youtube all of it all right so next week turn in Tubal Shed Art Club. Oh, what is the, did we say what the um, artwork is? <laughs>